Hello, my name is Jennifer Head, and welcome to my podcast discussing the use of yoga and breathing techniques as complementary tools in counseling. Today I'm going to briefly describe what yoga is and how counselors can use specific methods to help clients in a myriad of different ways, such as reducing stress, calming thoughts, becoming more open discussing sensitive issues, and even how to alleviate lethargy. Overall, I'm hoping to impress upon the listeners the idea that the mind and the body are connected, and as such, a one-directional approach to counseling, as practiced in the contemporary Western methods, are not addressing a key component of counseling, the body. When we as counselors become aware of the body and how to understand what the body does to the psyche, and vice versa, we can come to view health in a completely different manner. We arrive at a conclusion of health that is holistic in nature and can educate our clients on how to control the mind by using the body, such as the breath. The word yoga means to yoke, to bring together. Every day we as humans are faced with the challenges life presents us, and we go through our days attempting to accomplish the goals we have set for ourselves, whether they be making sure our family and children are safe and cared for, that we are good at our jobs, or that we can take care of school projects on time. Whatever our goals are, we go about achieving them typically taking on the stress that is a byproduct of our choices. And sometimes we deal with situations that are seemingly not our choice, such as an illness or the death of a loved one. None of us are alone in this type of stress, and many of us have, at some point, come to feel that the weight of our lives is suffocating us. Now, as a yoga teacher, I teach my students that the mind controls everything in our lives, but that we we are not helpless to the torrents of thoughts and ensuing emotions. I explain, and I'm often met with a look of confusion, that we are not our thoughts, and while our minds may control our reality, we are separate from our thoughts and thusly can control them. Now, how, you may ask? Simply put, by learning to control our breath, we are quickly becoming able to gain our control of our minds. Recently, I was taking part in a friends and family session at a drug and alcohol rehab clinic for a longtime friend of mine. I was explaining breathing techniques to the group of gentlemen who were courageously battling with their addictions when I was challenged to prove that, one, the mind and the body are connected, as it's easy to say this, but much more difficult to truly believe, and two, that our breathing dictates our overall mental mood or health. Dr. Joan Borsenko of the Harvard Medical Clinic offers the easiest, fastest way to prove to skeptics that the mind and the body are connected, and I'm going to ask you, the listener, to follow along with the following demonstration. Now, wherever you are, whether you are able to lie down or you can't, just take a seat, become comfortable, and close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the nose. And again... One more breath, inhaling in through the nose and out through the nose. Now imagine that you are sitting on your bed in your home and you realize you're hungry. You walk towards the kitchen and once there, you open the refrigerator. Sitting on the top shelf is a big yellow lemon. You remove the lemon and use a knife to slice it open. Juice is running down your fingers as you quarter the lemon. And once you have that piece that you want, 
you slightly pull back the peel and bite into the lemon. Now open your eyes. For many of you, at the point I mentioned the word lemon, or at some time shortly thereafter, your mouth began to water. This is an example of how the mind can elicit a response from the body simply by imagining a scenario. As the mind can, as demonstrated in this exercise, control the body, it is also true the body can control the mind. Now for most people, this is a bigger pill to swallow. Research in neuroscience shows us that we damage a part of our body, we can see the correlational damage in the brain. Just as if we damage some part of our brain, we often see that there is an effect in the corresponding part of our body. But alas, I am aware that even with research, there are still some non-believers. I'd, I'd like to offer the following demonstration, a calming breathing techniques. Before I begin, please note that there are hundreds of different breathing techniques and I would recommend strongly seeking the guidance of an experienced teacher before beginning any other teaching or breathing techniques. <clears throat> breathing techniques are also known as pranayama in yoga. Now again, whether you can lie on the floor, that'd be ideal. If not, find a comfortable seat. Notice your body and your mind, simply as a baseline comparison. Close your eyes and begin to notice the breath. Its flow as it enters and leaves the body. Close your eyes. Notice how the breath feels. Is it restricted? Does it feel satisfying? Take a deep breath now, in through the nose, allowing to fill the chest first, then fill the belly, and then exhale. And again, breathing in through the nose, into the chest, the belly, and exhale through the mouth loudly. One more time. Nice deep breath in through the nose, into the chest, into the belly, and exhale your lungs completely empty through your mouth. <sighs> On your next inhale, drawing in through the nose, into the chest, then into the belly, hold the breath, and now exhale through the nose. And again, inhaling in through the nose, filling the chest, the belly, and now holding the breath, and then exhale in through the nose. First-time practitioners of this breathing technique may find it a bit challenging at first, but recognize that this is completely normal, and don't use it as a chance to berate yourself or get frustrated. The breath is a natural flow that we can step into and subtly manipulate. So again, inhaling in through the nose, into the belly, holding it, and continue to exhale. Completely empty. And now at the bottom of the breath, hold, and now inhale again in through the nose, 
hold for three seconds. And now exhale for 12 seconds if you can. Hold at the bottom of the breath for three. And inhale for six. Hold for three. Exhale for twelve. Hold for three. Inhale for six. Hold for three. Exhale for twelve. Hold for three. Inhale for six. Hold for three. Exhale for twelve. You can continue this breathing exercise for up to twenty minutes. At some point in time, you're going to realize that you are completely in the present moment. Right here, right now. And if you continue to bring focus into your breath, you will stay in the present. Using techniques such as these with clients and counseling can be very useful. Not only will it bring you into the present, but it will also bring the client into the present moment and give them the tools for them to be centered and in that present state when they are outside the counseling session. Noticing the breath and learning how to manipulate it leads us to becoming more self-aware, which is also a primary goal in therapy. Thank you for tuning in. That's it for today. Please take a moment today and every day after here to reconnect with the breath. Begin to realize that you are in control of your mind and that you are separate from your thoughts. Thanks. Have a beautiful day.